In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we welcome you to the All Souls Sermon Podcast. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. When I told my wife I was preaching on Jesus' final appearance in the Gospel of John, she was excited. She knows that this is my favorite passage in all of Scripture. I, on the other hand, was not excited to speak on these verses because it wasn't clear to me why I like them so much and why I've been continually drawn to them over the years. It's certainly a rich passage, and it's full of mysterious details pregnant with symbolic meaning. The 153 fish, the unnamed disciples, St. Peter in the charcoal fire. Christ's third appearance is thought-provoking, but I discovered that's not why I find it so moving. I came to realize that I'm stirred by the simple beauty of the scene, the pale sun slowly climbing over the calm waters of Galilee, gentle waves swaying the boat, a wind, the smell of fresh water, a familiar voice calling out from shore, the disciples looking to one another in slow dawning recognition. It's the shepherd's voice. St. Peter scrambling over the side of the boat. The nets are stretched full with fish. Soon we hear the wooden boat being pulled onto the sand. The miraculous catch splashes in the shallows. Fish fat sizzles on hot coals. What I find inexpressibly beautiful is our Lord and Savior tending the coals and carefully turning the fish as they cook, preparing breakfast for those he now calls his friends. The one who just days earlier breathed the Holy Spirit over his disciples now blows the dead coals hot for cooking. The one who made everything in the beginning gently pokes the fish to see if they are done. The Lord of all, spends these precious few moments before his ascension, making breakfast. The scene invites us in. I want to be there. I want to eat with him. Christ's beauty is not something we want to see from a distance. As C.S. Lewis writes, it's something we want to be united with, to pass into, to receive it into ourselves, to bathe in it, to become a part of it. It's not just the beach and sunrise we long for, it's him. It's Jesus who charges this scene with grandeur. Whether we're conscious of it or not, it's often Jesus' beauty that sustains our desire for him. It's Christ's beauty that burns hot at the center of our faith. It's not a clever argument. It's not apologetics. It's Christ preparing breakfast as the sun is rising. A pastor recently wrote these words. 
It's been said that no one ever became a Christian because they lost an argument. I suspect this is true. I also suspect far more people than we imagine have become converts to Christianity for the simple reason they were captivated by the beauty of Christ. The beauty of Christ can withstand the most formidable attack Nietzsche can muster. If I'm hedging my bets on the survival of the Christian faith as we hurtle into a secular age, it's because the King of Hearts is still so beautiful. I'm willing to bet my grandchildren's faith on the beauty of Christ. This morning, two infants are becoming members of the mystical body of Christ by water and the Holy Spirit. Like St. Peter, David James, and Isaiah Thomas are plunging into the water to be near Christ. They are taking their seats around Christ's fire to eat a new kind of bread and be sustained with a new kind of food. This morning, Christ will breathe over these children. As parents, as godparents, as the church, we must make sure that the one they meet on the shore is the beautiful Christ himself and nothing less. So much of what they will learn about who Christ is will come through us. We are responsible to a great extent for the Jesus they encounter. The Christ we pass on to our children and grandchildren must be the real thing. We pass on the real thing by being near Christ ourselves. We don't need to understand his beauty to reveal it. We just need to be near him. If we are near him, he will do the rest. Lewis describes drawing near to God as approaching a powerful fountain. If you want to be wet, you must get into the water. If you want joy, peace, eternal life, you must get close to or even into the thing that has them. They are a great fountain of energy and beauty, spurting up at the very center of reality. If you are close to it, the spray will wet you. If you are not, you will remain dry. This morning, David and Isaiah will approach this overflowing fountain. They will receive the real thing in baptism. There are few moments in the Christian life where Christ's beauty is made so apparent as in baptism. Baptism is pure grace. There's nothing we can do to make ourselves worthy of receiving it. Christ doesn't make us work for it. It's just given to us through his abundant love. And it's the greatest gift we can ever receive. With the little water and a few words, we are changed forever. We are incorporated into his mystical body. It seems fitting that the one poking at fish that morning would choose such a simple, unassuming way to bestow the greatest gift on his children. And so let us be beautiful to these children and one another. Let Christ be present among us and in us, in our minds and eyes and mouths and hearts. 
that when he comes again in glory, we will recognize the shepherd's voice and plunge into the sea and sit by him and eat the food that he has prepared for us, that he may dwell in us and we in him. Amen. Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of All Souls Episcopal Church. For service times and more information, go to allsoulsokc.com. God be with you.